Hello, I'm your host, Evangelist Dolores Williams of One Step Beyond Today with the Creator, and this is the part two of the yearning uh, and desiring heart to be genuine. And today, uh, we're going to talk off of uh, insight and perception, and the spiritual senses, as we discussed in the uh, beginning of the yearning, wanting to have a yearning heart and a genuine heart, we have the five senses that help us with our the biological, physical man, but the spiritual senses are totally different from the natural, the five natural senses. And uh, I call them the seven senses, but uh, five senses are actually in the Bible. But perception and insight is are the spiritual senses. Faith is the spiritual sense. It is the spiritual sense that guides our life and allows us to trust in the Lord fully, even though faith in a thing hasn't manifested. Hebrews 11 and 6 teaches us what truly pleases our Father. And that scripture reads, But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. With the spiritual senses, we know when we are in the presence of a good presence or environment and a holy presence. That is the perception, the perception, the perception, and knowing the difference in good and bad is the insight that He gives us of the spiritual senses. We must understand that the five senses of touch, sight, hearing, smell, taste are physical. Everything has those senses. Animals have a sense. Uh, They can be eating. Take, uh, for instance, a rabbit. He will be busy eating, but then... He will sense. He has uh, the, the, the five senses. He has the sense to know that when he's in danger, he will stop eating and he will look and start observing whether he moves fast enough to escape the predator. Well, that's circumstantial. Okay, but everyone has five senses. Everyone has five senses. Some of us humans don't really (laughs) heed what we're feeling. Spiritual senses, on the other hand, teaches the spiritually endowed, born-again believer who has been hearing the Word of God. It also is connected to the yearning heart to know different, to know something different, to know for sure. Fully in the yearning heart, the mind and body and soul that we are faith walkers. 
Faith children take spiritual walks. We believe. We believe. 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 teaches spiritual food. We walk not by we walk, we, walk, we walk by faith and not by sight. Faith is a spiritual door. When Jesus knocks on the heart, the door of the heart, on, when Jesus is knocking on the door of our hearts, if we open that door of our hearts, heaven enters in with Jesus. He brings the government of heaven in with him. And God is spirit. The enemy is spirit. And we have a spiritual being. We, we have a spiritual part of the natural man. The natural man is enticed, encouraged, and has a, a, a very sensuous appetite for the world and what feels good to the flesh. But when Jesus comes in, he teaches us his holy way. The holy way yet, we, his holy way, we are yet spiritual. And when we have opened that door up to the spiritualness and the spiritual person of the Holy Spirit, we become here, but yet there. Our focus of that yearning heart and that desire to be genuine is there with the guiding us from heaven. Jesus has come in as a Holy as the Holy Spirit. And you know it's 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 like first falling in love. It's like the, our first love. We can't think of nothing else. We get up in the morning. We think about him. Uh, it, it, that guide is always there. And I'm talking from personal experience. I can think something that I shouldn't be thinking. And if I have mirrors in that room, I can't stand to look in the mirror at myself because that conviction that that holy presence is there and I know that it's there because it is convicting me the consciousness state of man we can't see our conscience but our conscience is there that hand of the holy spirit is there quickening our spirit and our bodies to say look you know you shouldn't have said that and you know you should not have done that and that is the difference between being carnal and spiritual. The carnal man thinks, he thinks all this, everything that we say about God is foolishness. It doesn't make sense to him. And we can have ministers in the pulpit that are yet carnal. If they had the spiritual connection, which makes us all spiritual children who have made that uh, deliberate and the desperate choice to be to yearn and to be genuine, then we are connected. You know your brother or your sister when you see your brother or your sister. It's just like Jesus says, my, my children... No, my sheep know my voice. 
We know our brother and we know our sister in the spirit when we see them and when we hear them talk. So, you know, this is a very uh, uh, in-depth teaching and the time of the podcast will, will not allow me to go as deep as I would want to go. But Hebrews 11 and 3, by faith we understand that the universe... Hebrews 11 and 3. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command. So that what is seen was made out of what was not visible. And became visible. Key point. We understand that spiritual food is word It's the word. It is food for the spiritual digestion of maturity of deeper things of God. (sighs) For instance, let's look at Hebrews 11 and 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now, would a natural-minded man understand these things? Would a carnal mind man understand these things? Listen again. We, we have to learn to listen. This is the way the Holy Spirit has taught me. I can hear, and then he causes me to go beneath those words and go into a place in, of insight and perception and to bring me into an understanding what has just been said. And this, and after we have walked with the Lord for so long, I mean, it just becomes first nature. It becomes first nature. He, he guides our steps, our footsteps. He directs our footsteps and we can uh, uh, feel when we're in a good pres- place of the presence of the Lord, we can tell what type of environment that we're in. We can listen to a brother or a sister uh, speak and be touching his spirit at the same time just by hearing. We can tell if he's been injured uh, 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 with uh, by words. We can tell if he's in uh, uh, a situation and the Holy Spirit right then would tell us what to pray for him. But we must ask him, can I pray for you? This is following the Holy Spirit. Uh, uh, Again, Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now let me break that down to you the way the Holy Spirit breaks it down to me to go beneath the word and then go in that place where the word is taking me. Now, faith is the substance, right? Okay, it's matter. It's the matter. Substance is the matter that we can see of the things hoped for. Things, the things of this verse are the effects of hope, a chance that it will happen. This is how we, this is how we learn this scripture. For means intended. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The for in this sentence, scripture, is intended. 
for the the or the whichever way you choose to pronounce it means referring to particularly it means to we're referring to the to, to that which is particularly asked for the and then the is particular evidence okay let's move the evidence is proof the confirmation that we already know in our heart we know before a thing is it's like um the scripture that says i have answered your prayer even before you ask even before you finished and god gives that ability to his children that has walked with him for uh, uh for quite some time we are purposed for we're here purposed for the rhema word to give to the hurting or to the confused okay let's finish now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence is proof of the confirmation of what god has just given to us to see to proof referring to that thing that is particularly granted already or if he says wait or be patient that's that's what we hear and we stand still and not move until he has given us the full meaning and he takes us to that place to show us to the things belonging it is the 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 things hoped for things mean things meaning the belongings and not means unformed the structure the unformed structure of the things uh that we hope for and the evidence of the things not seen we already see the things uh uh that are not formed that means that is unformed unformed structure again let me read that scripture now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen okay not seen means that is not visible it is not seen because we our faith is taking us on a spiritual faith walk because we uh, we, we are in the process of hoping believing that that evidence of the things not seen shall manifest into the real world so you see everything that is here in the world was born from the spiritual realm everything was in the spiritual realm first he says now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen that means that you know when we pray and if we have the hope and we can pray for a certain thing and if we have that hope and 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 and, and belief you know we can we can say to the mountain 
be cast into the sea. And that mountain can move the fig tree. Jesus spoke to the fig tree because it was un it wasn't timely in the season for which it should have been timely to have blossomed, to bloom, and to bring forth fruit. I hope this is helping the listeners out there about the insight and the perception. It is faith is we we believe we don't do not see it in sight, but we believe that it's forthcoming. We believe that it's forthcoming. Spiritual food is for the spiritual man. We've just stepped into a powerful birthing room of perception and insight. John tells us about the lack of perception and insight. Listen to what it says again, John 8 and 47, 4, 8 through 47. Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. Everyone who goes ahead and does not abide in the teaching of Christ, does not have God. Whoever abides in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. That's found in John 18 and 37. John 18 and 47. This is 1 John 4, 1 and 6. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. You see, God heightens our insight and our perceptions. The The inner person. We can see God moves all, all that physical and spiritual furniture of our thoughts of yesteryears. You see, God said he can't live in an unclean temple. And the Holy Spirit has to clean us. He has to purge us. He has to, we, 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 we just feel like, you know, I'm going from my personal uh, 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 uh confirmation of the Holy Spirit that is living in my body if I cannot be genuine and if I cannot find the reins of this yearning I'd rather not go at all because if I go and have not the fullness of the Holy Spirit within my heart I'm not going to be I'm not going to be the purpose child in order that I know that the Holy Spirit can cause me to be. You hear people say, well, I can't be perfect. No, we, 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 we strive to be perfect. Once you have had that encounter, it is impossible to sin and be comfortable in it. It is impossible for you to sit in an unclean environment 
It is impossible for the Holy Spirit, once he's put his word in you and his fire in you and you hear error, it is almost impossible to sit that but sit in that same seat without, you know, but God is a God of order. He's a God of courtesy. He's a God, but that spirit, he says, you know, that spirit is on fire when you hear error in the church. When you have error in the church. That's the reason I cannot sit still when I hear a man call himself reverend. You are not a reverend with a wicked and deceitful heart. Your righteousness is like a filthy rag, says the scripture. I didn't say that. Well, you say, well, who are you to tell me that? The Bible tells us to correct. The Holy Spirit will give you, he says, worry not what you will say, for I will put words in your mouth for you to say, my brother, correction is loving. Correction is loving. And so many that are saying, Lord, Lord, you know, when we stand before that that judgment, in line to be judged immediately. When we see God, he's so pure and he's so holy until the unrighteousness that's in us and all those that has been raised raised from the dead standing in line for judgment and immediately we will know that we weren't who we thought we were and that's why it is so it is so important to do a checkup to to have a spiritual tune up on what we believe and how we are walking listen to what john 17:6 and 8 says by this it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. You see, an example of that is you will stand for what is right and just like Jesus, Jesus stood for what was right. He puts his spirit into his children. And when we hear someone calling them, I I use this and, and, and I harp on being called Reverend because that is taking the name of our Lord and Savior in vain. How can an unrighteous man has to pray every night to be forgiven for his sins? And he is sin ridden because He's 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 he still have his worst enemy within him, the old man. Yes, God comes in and 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 and, and cleanse the old man, but it's a process. It's a process, and you cannot be reverent. You cannot take the deity's name and attach your identity to it. And this is what I mean by uh, theology and philosophy. It is poison. It is poison. It is not, that wisdom is not from God. This is another another uh, uh, event, uh, another episode. And uh, 
we will end that right there. Listen to what John 8.45 says, But you do not believe because you are not part of my flock. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. It's, you know, the word is simple that a child can understand it. And we are at a point right now in this day, in this pandemic, that we should test ourselves. If we say that we are Christian and fall up on that human loophole, well, I'm not perfect yet. You're one of the other. You can't serve two masters. Your choices, you need to check your salvation. You cannot straddle the fence and still get into heaven. So many people have been taught this. So many people says, oh, I have all I have to do, if I sin, I can go to God and ask forgiveness. And then you go and you sin again. That is a form of mocking the Holy Spirit. It is a form of disrespect to the Godhead. And this is error, my friends. This is error. And you're not where... God wants you to be. I'm not saying that you're not where I want you to be. You're not where God wants you to be. Your soul is precious. Your soul is precious. We need to heighten the development of our spiritual senses. We need to heighten, just like we have become grateful for our physical senses, the yum-yum of taste, taste, of chocolate cake, seeing a beautiful outfit or a pair of shoes. Oh, I have to have those (laughs) by sight and by touch, feeling those that we love and giving them a hug. We must heighten the spiritual senses. We must heighten those spiritual senses which makes us aware of even principalities and power. We can sense when the human being is not himself. And, you know, I mean, the Bible tells you that a child can be possessed when he comes into the world. The child that uh, had spirits uh, that would cause him to try to... uh, 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 injure himself all the time. Just read the scriptures. Read the scriptures about possession. Read the scriptures about uh, thinking gossip is a gospel of Satan. Gospel, you know, God tells us to put a bridle on our tongues. And yes, those that are in the process of becoming they, we do make mistakes. We do fall. But immediately, immediately, we must confess. We must repent. And we must keep the trespass, the trust, the, 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 the vagrant and, and the, the uh, Satan's spirit. And he's a vagrant. He, he's a, 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 an imposter into our minds and our thoughts. We must be under the right, holy 
and spiritual leader of brimstone and fire teaching to remain hot. You know, it's good that man can get degrees. It's good that he can go to the academic schools and take up a trade. But I vow to you, the only temperature that God is interested in and the Holy Spirit is that you are hot in doing the work of God, snatching those that are perishing from uh, the, the road of destruction. He says, if you're warm, I'm going to sprue you out of my mouth. What does that mean? He's going to spit you out because you're going to be a bad taste. He doesn't want anyone cold. He doesn't want you uh, warm, lukewarm. And I'm putting this nap as simple as I know how. You know, Romans 10 and 7. Faith is a supernatural gift given to the true believers who increase in spiritual food by spiritual scripture. We increase in, 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 in food by reading uh, faith scriptures, reading uh, 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 scriptures that help our insight, that give us understanding what maturity is. We are here to be a Raymond word for someone else. But we, there's different spiritual gifts. There's gift of prophecy, the gift of uh, prayer, the gift of love, uh, the gift of patience, the gift of uh, 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 giving. So we need to understand that it's more to just going to church to, to, to fellowship and, and just see people that we know. But it is also the pastor's job to understand the spiritual realm as much as the physical realm. We shouldn't have to be in a church and and, 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 and the pastor is not aware of deliverance. Deliverance ministry. We must have a, a deliverance ministry in our church, people are coming in with 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 very deep problems. They're coming in, uh, hearing all the voices in their heads, and and if you're not spiritual, how can you help deliver a woman when she comes in and says that a pastor, you know, I felt something the other night sitting on my bed. Well, you know. We can hang around bad company that corrupts good morals, and we don't know what those people are in. We have people in the very church that come from other uh, religions that has practiced the occult. We have young people in the church that are going over quickly to uh, things that they should not go to, but how can you deliver the children if you are not spiritually inclined yourself? It, you know, we could. You know, a man can preach a good sermon. He he can he can uh, get the scriptures and that goes with the sermons. Da da da. And you know, but what? How far are you trained in the spiritual realm? How can you help bring deliverance to someone? How can that be so? That's why 
we need to get into the Bible. Everything that I'm saying is right there by Scripture. It's right in Scripture. John 8, 8, chapter and the 43rd verse. Why do you not understand what I say? It is because you cannot bear to hear my word. I'm sorry, that's John 8, 37. And then John 5 and 1 tells us, Beloved, do not imitate evil, but imitate good. Whoever does good is from God. Whoever does evil has not seen God. Why is this so hard to understand? When we go to church and take, for instance, if the pastor gives, uh, puts uh, an assistant over the ministers, and that assistant has one pet peeve with one minister, and every minister that comes in, he has something negative to say, and you find those ministers not speaking to you, and we're all on the bench together. That ministers don't speak to you, and uh, they talk about you behind your back. Do you not know that we discern these things? Do you not know that we can discern? And that heart has been assassinated. Satan has 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 caused other other people to listen to that one person, and that person has not been has not uh, experienced. This thing the whole time in their whole life. But when they go to churches, you know, churches can have, oh, churches can, can have many dark spirits in them that's, that's the living in the host. We need to get, we need to get into the word. We need to read up on the spiritual gifts of God. We cannot pretend that we have them because then we lie to the Holy Spirit. Romans 12, 1 and 3 in the English Standard Version on perception. This is Paul. He said, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercy of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern. Discern is a spiritual gift. What is the will of God? What is good and acceptable and perfect? For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of yourself more highly than he ought to think. Okay, these are, this is to all of us. This is to those that say that they are reverent and they wear it proudly. Do not think highly, more highly than you ought to think. You're thinking very, very highly if you think that you are to be revered, to be awed by people. We're all servants. We're not reverends. We're servants.
hearts, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. Isaiah 7 and 9 says, If you do not understand firm in your faith, then you are not firm at all. We need to do some spiritual checkups before we go outside creation. Before we find out that we sit in the wrong house listening to the wrong message. Every church should be indwelled by the Holy Spirit that their congregation is fully spiritually equipped to deal with what's coming. I used to write and the Holy Spirit tell me what to write and attack because I wrote the truth from the scripture. I've been in many churches, but some places are so dark. Some places is like, you know, the seven churches that that the spirit uh the spirit was uh the Lord sent the letter to the seven churches. And if you don't know how to test yourself, read about those seven churches. Ask the Lord to show you where you are. Ask you to sh- ask him to show you that the man or the woman that is teaching. Now we have some some people that's in the pulpit and they're trying. We are supposed to pray for our leaders because you know our leaders are attacked just like we are attacked. And we need to pray for them. I can truly say before I end this podcast The Lord is healing me from church hurt. From church hurt. But I forgive. I forgive because I I when I first went to that church, I felt the fire in the minister. And sometimes after in ministry for so many years, you become weary and you become sorely tired. But we must pray for our leaders. And if we see something. Don't talk about it. Go home and pray about it. Because we have uh, vipers. And we have a lot of wrong people with spirits. That it's just going to spread what you say. And uh, you know they even put the pastor's business out there. So you go to your father. And whatever you are accused of. Be innocent of what they are accusing you of. If you have an ought with the pastor, go to him and say, Pastor, did that scripture, you know, I mean, we can feel when something's indirectly but directed at us. The Holy Spirit give us that, give us that. And then, you know, I mean, I'm not a bored housewife. I am operating in my calling, a warning. But some people don't want to be warned. But, like I said, we have to forgive them anyway. 
And sometimes the church can pride themselves on being friendly or pride themselves on be righteousness and pride themselves of uh, got it going on, but they are actually operating in the Babylonian spirit. So you, you, we, we have to pray for our leaders. We got some people that, 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 that when they started out, they were doing good. But when you have such spirits around you and unrighteous spirits, you know, I mean, there is the sin of omission. How can we be, say, and call ourselves a minister when you blanket uh, the conversations of uh, 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 emails that come out to the ministers and you are blanket off? You are closed out of the conversation, but they allow you to come in to see the remarks. When ministers know, you know, they're following one person, they are so entranced and charmed that they are committing the sin of omission. We know what we're supposed to do if we are in the war together, but you don't even bother to even, you, you, you just, I mean, it's, it's evil. And God, God is coming to the church first with judgment. And he says, I'm coming for the church without spot or wrinkle. And we need to pray for these churches. We need to pray for what we hear. Philippians 1 and 9 is telling us, you know, we can hear things on the, the podcast. We can hear it on the radio. We can even hear it in uh, Sunday with all the uh, preaching and the singing. And, you know, Satan sung good too in the choir. But he influenced the, the, those angels that fell with him, you know, we got to be careful. We got to get it cleaned up in these houses. We cannot go back with the foolishness that has been in these houses. The pastor cannot eat off of the female sheep in the congregation. And the men cannot eat off of the young men that is in the church with homosexuality. You know, I mean, this is a place. We have to have respect for the temple of God. We have to have respect for the temple of God where our temples gather on Sunday morning. So, I end this podcast. I end this podcast with Ephesians 1, 18 and 19. Ask God to give you a heart insight. Read the scriptures. Ask the Lord in Philippians 1 and 9 to give you full insight and let your heart see. Let your heart see. Let your spiritual ears hear the message that he's trying to convey to his people today before we go outside creation. And when I talk of this, I get very, I'm stirred, I'm sad, because I know, I know that hell is a real place. Hell is a real place. 
Well, until we meet next time. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. And I pray that this thing will happen to each soul and each spirit and each household. James 1, 5 through 8. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, man, woman, or child, unstable in all of his ways. Accept the word of God with love. And know that whatever God has spoken through his son, it will come to pass as he purposed and as he will do. Isaiah 46 and 11. Yearn for a genuine heart. Yearn to ask God to heighten your spiritual, your spiritual food in the church that you go to. And let's pray for our leaders because they need prayer. They need to be able to be feeding the flock. The Lord says, feed my flock. Pray for those that has injured your heart because they may have been having a day where all they're surrounded by all these uh, unnatural spirits. And pray and ask the Lord Ephesians 1, 18 through 19, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, that are the riches of, of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his great might. So with that, I ask that the Lord will stir you up with a supernatural sense and that he will stir up your conscience, that he will convict your conscience, and that you will be blessed. A final thought on faith, perception, and insight. Mark 9, 23. To summarize, faith is a supernatural gift administered to every believer by the Holy Spirit. Faith is not rooted in emotion or feeling. It is rooted in the eternal life of the Word of God. The Word of God has eternal life in it. It is a supernatural sense that is on the believer to develop through God's Word with faith in all things are possible. That's Mark 9, 23. May you be blessed and may you be a blessing to others. And may you drink every sip of the word that you're getting off of maybe this podcast or some other podcast. And I say again, go and be a blessing and may God bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. For the blood is still speaking all over the world. Listen. Thank you.
In Jesus' name, amen.